0: Hello, this is Evangelist and Law Enforcement Chaplain, Kevin Hobson. Welcome to the Sword and Shield Ministry Podcast. And for this podcast, we're going to be dealing with the subject of the person of salvation. I want to say that Jesus is a personal Savior, and salvation is a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. For our text... I've chosen the book of Romans, chapter number one, in verse 16, as Paul is writing here to the church at Rome, he will make this great statement, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Now, we're dealing with the subject, scriptural salvation. And we understand, friend, that the word scriptural gives the ideal of that which is according to the scriptures or according to the word of God. And, friend, if it's not scriptural, then it's simply not right. And may I remind you that the Bible is the foundation of our faith. We think about the word salvation, simply the act of saving, or it's Preservation from destruction and danger. It gives the ideal of deliverance from the bondage of sin and from eternal damnation. It's a word that means to set free or to rescue. It also is a word that means to succor, which is simply to run when called for to help or to give aid. Now, as I think about this great subject, scriptural salvation, It's important because the Bible tells us there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And so it's important to note it's not what something may seem to be or something may feel to be, but it's what does the Bible have to say about it. Is it according to the scriptures? Two questions. What does it mean to be saved? Well, we covered that. It's the act of saving or to be delivered or to be rescued. And then secondly, how is salvation obtained? How does one get it? How does one become saved? And so as we consider this subject, scriptural salvation, we deal with the person of salvation. Salvation is in the person, and that person is the Lord Jesus Christ. While many feel like that salvation's in a plan, it's obtained by following a set of steps or agreeing with a set of facts, I beg to differ. Salvation's not in a set of facts or agreeing with a set of facts or taking two or three simple steps. It's much more than that. Salvation is not in agreement with Bible facts, but it's a relationship with Christ. It's not in a prayer. Now, I want to say I'm not against biblical instruction. I'm not against prayer. As a matter of fact, when I got saved by the grace of God, I was in an old-fashioned altar, and I was doing my best to pray and call on God. But what I'm saying is it's not obtained through saying a certain prayer or repeating a certain prayer. Jesus never said, repeat this prayer. Paul didn't say, repeat after me. But they did preach repentance. And I want to say, I think one of the problems we're seeing today is there's a lot of repeating, but there is not much repenting. And Jesus said, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Perish. And so I think it's important that we consider this truth of scriptural salvation. What is it? How is it obtained? Many think it's produced by something that you do or don't do. And, Finn, that's been the mindset really from the beginning. Was it not Adam and Eve that tried to cover themselves? And, Finn, it was with well, the works of their own hands. And, friend, but they found out that when God showed up, friend, that simply wouldn't work. It was Cain that brought of the fruit of the ground an offering to the Lord, but he rejected that. And the reason was it's because it's not what we can produce. It's not what we can do. The Bible said it's not by works of righteousness which we have done. And the Bible goes on to tell us, friend, that all of our righteousness are as filthy rags. And so we understand, friend, it cannot be obtained by the works of man. It's not that we do something or we don't do something that makes us saved. And this is not according to my word, this is according to God's word. Many times people feel like, well, you know, this is what I've been told, but what does the Bible have to say about it? And so as we open our text, as we think about what Paul would write to the Romans, he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Notice this to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now when we consider these great truths, from the very beginning, you think about the book of Exodus chapter 14, verse 13, the Bible makes this statement, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Whose salvation is it? It's God's. It would David, that would write there in Psalms 3 and verse 8, salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Then Jonah will make this declaration in Jonah chapter 2, verse 9, salvation is of the Lord. We consider the book of John chapter 3, and just about everyone that you run into can quote John 3, 16. It's it's a well-known verse. We see it on billboards on the side of the highway. But let's consider what the scripture says. Jesus is speaking now to a religious man who's a clean-living man. He's a very religious man. He does very good things, but he's not saved. And this is what he said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him, who Jesus, should not perish but have everlasting life. And so Jesus is telling this religious man, it's going to take more than his religion. It's going to take being saved by the grace of God. It's going to to take believing in Christ to obtain eternal life. Then he goes on to say, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but notice this, that the world through him, through who? Through Christ, might be saved. Friend, that is scriptural salvation. Jesus would make this statement. You remember the conversion of Zacchaeus there in the Gospel of Luke chapter number 19. After this man was born again by the power of God, Jesus would say, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. That's why Jesus came. He came for the purpose of bringing salvation because Jesus is not simply a Savior. He is the Savior. From the very beginning, you think about, uh, friend, when the, the birth of Jesus was announced in the Gospel of Matthew, how that the angel Gabriel would come and speak to Joseph concerning the, friend, the child in which Mary was carrying. And he made this statement unto Joseph and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Now we know that Jesus is the New Testament name for the Old Testament name Joshua, and this name simply means Savior. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, meaning Savior. For he shall save his people from their sin. Scriptural salvation. The person of salvation. Salvation is in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. While many cling to some individual somewhere or they embrace their religion or they cleave to their denomination. You need to understand it's not because you belong to a certain denomination that makes you right with the Lord. You can be the best Baptist or Methodist or Presbyterian or Church of God or whatever you might be in the county. But it doesn't make you saved. Salvation is not obtained by these things. It's not in sincerity. You may say, well, I'm very sincere in what I do. But, friend, you know, just like I know, a lot of times you can be sincerely wrong. It's not obtained through water baptism. While many friends say I've been baptized, And oftentimes when salvation is the subject, folk talk about how they've been baptized, but friend, it's not baptism that makes you saved. I believe in baptism. I believe it's right. But I believe in baptism after salvation by immersion is an outward identification to an inward work and obedience to the commandment of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's why it's done, but salvation is obtained in Christ and in Christ alone. The Bible says in the book, book of Acts chapter 4, verse 12, neither, now notice this, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Friend, it's important to note, friend, the person of salvation. It is the Lord Jesus Christ. What did the jailer say? Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Paul and Silas said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and the house. Jesus made this statement in John chapter number 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. John chapter 10, verse 9, Jesus said, I am the door, and by me if any man enter in, he shall be saved. My prayer simply is this, if God is dealing with your heart about salvation, that you'll by faith trust him as your Savior from that scriptural salvation, the person of salvation, Jesus Christ is the Savior of all men. Thank you for listening. God bless you and have a great day.